Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. After Hours with Defoe and Luby, Jeff DeForest, and one Mike Luby Lubitz. Very happy to have you with us here. And, uh, wow, it, it was great. Uh, I hope you had a nice weekend, uh, Mike Luby Lubitz. Yes, uh, very, very interesting. Uh, a long weekend. Of course, there was a Belmont Stakes took place. A lot of Major League Baseball, which I haven't been paying any attention to <laughs> whatsoever, <laughs> including the resurgent uh, Miami Marlins, who uh, are, are supposedly making some noise, but... Last time I checked, they were still like four or five games under 500. Yes. And uh, Don Mattingly's contract was sitting uh, with a uh, perforated line there, a dotted line, uh, ready to go into the shredder, according to most sources. Uh, yet, they might have rebounded a little bit. That was interesting. The Yankees continue to crush virtually everybody and are now being talked about in the parameters of uh, the greatest Yankee teams ever, being, uh, <laughs> you know, compared to teams that, you know, the, the Bambino. And uh, DiMaggio, where we're, you know, a part of, I mean, uh, all time, uh, which is possibly true, right? Aaron Honestly. Judge. Talk about a degenerate gambler. My God, Aaron Judge having a season of all seasons by uh, Yankee standards, even as like Roger Maris's kid rooting for him to legitimately break uh, Roger Maris's uh, home run record of 61. Should that still be the record? Never mind all your asterisk stuff and uh all these qualifications and clarifiers. So, well, you know what? That was in an 154-game season. This was 162, but nobody was using juice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, um, do you put all those disclaimers on on, uh, on the records in Major League Baseball now? I don't know. Like, the Bear Bonds one is a little tough for me to swallow. Again, I've come sort of uh, back around on that in the sense that I think he does deserve to be in the Hall of Fame because from what we know, pitchers and hitters were on roids and who the heck wasn't. So I, I give him credit for Hall of Fame. His records sort of are weird to me because they feel so inflated by, literally talk about inflated, by what he was on. Like the dude was hitting 40 and, and home runs. And he didn't runs. even pitch to him. Think about that. Like he, yeah, he, yeah. he only saw 73 pitches to hit that year and he hit them all out of the park. Exactly. So I don't know. Whatever it, that was. It's a tough one. Like I still think of Hank Aaron and... Uh, I, Hank was legit, and, you know. So was Roger and Maris, you know. So, I, so that's where Maybe I think I sort of agree with beer, you. Roger Maris reluctantly would drink a beer with the Mick, you know, just to uh, be socially accommodating, as the Mick was uh, just shit faced drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and still was an amazing ball player. <laughs> that guy, I mean, should be uh, considered the greatest of all time to be that blasted. <laughs> and I'm not knees. He didn't have knees. Many injury problems <laughs> and, and still have the career that he had, although he was always disappointed. He hung around a little bit too long. He ended up his lifetime batting average was uh, 299. Speaking of which, I, I, you know, naturally peruse some stats. This is a disgrace. Is it not? It tells you everything you need to know about uh, is baseball still as popular as as it was, Luby? Uh, I mean, what's the story on that? Crowds showing up? Well, what's going on? I know in New York, they're, they're in uh, absolute oh, pen fever. Yeah with both the Mets and the Yankees. 
but the popularity of the game. And, and you know me, I, my measuring stick for a hitter in Major League Baseball has to incorporate a, uh, a batting average of some significance. I'm not a big uh, Kingman. I remember we used to rag on Kingman for hitting like 45 home runs while batting 222. That's two for 11, for God's sake. Yes. Or two for nine. Two for nine. 222 right there. 111 if you're uh, one for nine. Um, it's not great. Uh, so I look at the top 10 in batting average in both the American and National League, and I believe you have eight guys above 300 in one league and nine guys above 300 in the other. At this point in the season, think about that. Yeah, it's crazy. When stats can easily be inflated by uh, any level of a hot streak, of course, uh, consequently and subsequently deflated by uh, any kind of a cold streak like Trout was in when he was like 0 for 26, you know, that's going to throw the number askew. But, but how do you not even have 10 300 hitters in each league? And we're not even in mid-June yet, Louie. I mean, that's a disgrace. They, they just don't make contact anymore in Major League Baseball. It's one of the reasons that uh, it's less compelling uh, but um, at the very least, that, that filled a lot of the weekend. And what's missing? The conversation that you figured we we're going to zero in on today, which we're about to. And that is, when do they play game five of the NBA playoffs? <laughs> the Are they skipping game five? <laughs> They're just like screwing. And just promoing game six on Thursday night or whenever that's going to be. I, now, and, and this is a lame sports complaint for the most part, though, yeah. is it not? Where you, you start talking about, wow, oh, well, you know, they really fucked us on the schedule. And you're thinking, eh, you know, they're providing you a lot of free entertainment. Uh, and, uh, you know, they, they can do whatever they want. I know TV dictates a lot of this stuff. But why would TV dictate this off of a Sunday night when you had the perfect setup? You, you had, uh, you know, 60 minutes coming on at 7. Mm -hmm. The golf was wrapped up way early, so it was going to be out of whack there. Uh, and that was kind of interesting. Rory McIlroy winning and defending his championship at the Canadian Open. And the last time they played there, he won it in 2019. They, they didn't play in 20 or 21 in Canada. Very uh, concerned about COVID-19 considerations. Yeah. Just blew off the whole tournament. Came back and had a very, very compelling final round with Roy McIlroy. Your man normally choking on a Sunday, right? Yes. That's his uh, least favorite song. Sundays will never <laughs> be the same as the first three rounds, McIlroy. And I'm a McIlroy fan. I kind of yeah. like the kid. I, I think he's handled himself and acquitted himself very well. I mean, the time he stiffed Wozniacki at the altar. Well, he didn't stiffer there. He just didn't stiff. show up. <laughs> I don't want to, uh, you know, imply that uh, something uh, went on uh, of a Deshaun Watson type of, uh, you know, situation. But uh, no, he uh, he was going to marry Caroline Wozniacki. Uh, yes, the, uh, yes, yes. I mean, I don't know that Wozniacki was like the greatest tennis babe. She might not be the greatest tennis commentator either. I mean, a little bit vapid uh, and surprisingly so because uh, she seemed to have some personality. But she was a very engaging personality. I mean, it was easy to root for her. And McElroy and Wozniacki seemed like a good couple. And you were hoping that, you know, this was like a, of a bachelor and bachelorette type proportions, the love that they would have for each other. And uh, he ran off. And, and he eventually, I guess, got married. He's very happy. I think he uh, might have just had a kid. But uh, defends his championship and immediately takes a shot at the live tour which uh, debuted this week. Uh, Charles Schwartzel, a washed-up has-been European hack, picked up $5 million, essentially, $4.75 million uh, for uh, winning the tournament, and his team of uh, South Africans took the title as well with Wiesty, and uh, they had a couple of other guys that I never heard of. Uh, and so he got $4 million for winning the tournament in a field of 48, where the last-place finisher picked up 120000 and Phil made 150000 in addition to the $200 million for finishing 10 over par. In a 54-hole event, if they mm -hmm. go 72, he's 20 over par. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, what was that? I mean, I uh, that, that was kind of crazy. And, uh, you know, here are these other guys in, in a bloodbath against a field of like 150. Roy McIlroy has to stave off the late challenges of Justin Thomas, no slouch, who uh, ended up bogeying uh, the last two holes and, and finished in third place. And Tony Fino, who has been a Tony Phenom of late after uh, kind of dropping off the face there, very popular player, remember? Good-looking kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was making That's a nice, nice story. Move. Doesn't even look like he's hitting the ball hard, does he? I mean, uh, he looks like he's uh, trying to hit a two-hopper to short and then run it out and beat it with his speed. And uh, he, he ends up uh, in second place. Hold a phenomenal putt on 18, where the atmosphere was raucous. And then immediately after, Roy McElroy, normally very gracious and uh, distinguished in these type of spots, uh, says, uh, hey, stick it up your ass, Greg Norman. <laughs> How great was that? <laughs> Stick it up your ass, Greg Norman. Now, I'm paraphrasing what he said, but uh, nonetheless. I like how you say it. <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> that was the message. All right, Celtics, uh, Golden State tonight, uh, Luby. Yes. Game five, game four, uh, looked like the Celtics had this thing. Yes. And uh, they let Golden State off the hook. Uh, you can't really fault the team for uh, losing to a phenomenal performance by Steph Curry. It's going to happen, uh, even if they contained other guys, even if, as you said, Draymond Green is playing horribly yep. in the series overall. Uh, I guess uh, he did have uh, one effective game yeah. in game three, I think, where, when the uh, Golden State Warriors lost to the Celtics. Celtics have a chance to take command in the series. Uh, they blow it at home, uh, and uh, Golden State pulls away in the final quarter and now has this series leveled at 2-2. Most people feel they're going to go on and win the series. What say you, Mike Luby lubitz I Every time I feel like I get a read on this series, the Warriors let, sort of let me down. Whenever it's like, okay, they finally didn't have a crappy fourth quarter. They finally hung in there enough to let Steph Curry shoot and win them a game. And that's what they did in game four. I mean, it wasn't like they played great. It wasn't like the Celtics were horrendous. The Celtics controlled that game. But the Warriors, unlike in the two losses, the Warriors hung around. They didn't let the Celtics blitzkrieg them. They hung around to within single digits or low double digits, that they were able to make a run and win. And I presume they'll do that in game, in game five, but so far they've let me down every time I've had that feeling. All right. Uh, you know, and, and the Celtics, uh, you know, have been up and down all throughout. Uh, they have never lost two in a row, having uh, come back from uh, defeat seven straight times uh, in the postseason so far. And, you know, they, they pulled out that game seven on the road against the Miami Heat. They, they won a game on the road the first game. They kind of stunned Golden State. They gave them a little wake-up call. Uh, you had to anticipate that Golden State probably bounced back and win game two in a series and uh, at least preserve one of the victories on the homewood. Uh, then uh, Boston really surprised a lot of people, I think, with the way they performed in game three. And it uh, looked like they had game four under wraps yep. or uh, close to it, and we're about to go up 3-1 in the series, and then they blow that. Uh, wouldn't uh, surprise me to see either team uh, naturally win tonight. Uh, that tells you a lot about my insight into the <laughs> series. Um, but you really don't know. I mean, it, it's uh. been like that. A legitimate back and forth Jekyll and Hyde as to uh, hard, hard to uh, really uh, get a read on which which good side uh, of which team is going to show up and, and sustain itself on any given night. So uh, it wouldn't shock me either way. I'd be inclined to think that Golden State wins tonight because the NBA is a chalk league. And I think maybe overall Golden State's game uh, holds up just a little bit better than Boston's, especially if Tatum is going to be shooting bricks. If he's off like that and they're going to go to him as their lead guy, then uh, they're going to have all kinds of problems, whereas Steph Curry is having uh, just a magician-like series so far looking like he was playing for the Globetrotters 
and not the Golden State Warriors. Well, and that's the thing is the Celtics have actually been getting the help from the uh, Derek White, who to me and also he can't man, shoot though. This guy though, no, he, no, he, but he's he, been putting up teens. You know, he's been putting up more yeah. than Draymond and Horford's been getting pretty consistent. And Smart, who's not really a scorer, has been pre- outside of one stinker, has been pretty consistent offensively. So that that's the thing is they're actually getting help from the other guys where the Warriors aren't. Like Draymond's doing nothing. You know, Clay's been inconsistent. Wiggins has had some moments, but he's been inconsistent. Poole uh, has been good, but not great. You know, outside of Curry, no one's been consistent. So to me, for them to be tied to two, I'm still waiting for their guys to wake up. You know, like at some point they're going to wake up and then I don't think the Celtics can hang. But so far, well, they might have to wake up from a nap to uh, catch the end (laughs) of this ballgame tonight because they're going to start the thing about 920, which means midnight stroke of midnight for the uh, end of the game. And and that's after waiting uh, through the week. And I, I thought this game was last night. I, I legitimately thought I was going to wake up and see, you know, that the uh, Warriors are taking a 3-2 lead in the series. And, you know, I was looking for it on TV last night. Had it all lined up. Everything was going to be great. And next thing you know, uh, oh, yeah, that was Monday that that was coming up. Hockey uh, gets back in action on Wednesday. That's a bit of uh, an interlude there in the Stanley Cup chase. Tampa Bay Lightning and the Colorado Avalanche. Avalanche with a uh, pre I mean, uh, all season long, they've been a favorite to win the Stanley Cup and were the uh, pre-postseason, if that makes sense, uh, favorite to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, second choice there was the Panthers. They went down to a sweep of the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning by way of a sweep. And uh, the Lightning come back and actually essentially sweep four straight against the Rangers after being down 2 nothing in that series. A very contentious uh, Ranger team, but nonetheless, Tampa Bay extremely professional and uh, methodical. Uh, they find a way to win the next four games in that series. Uh, any opinion on that? Avalanche, Tampa Bay Lightning. I know you hate the Lightning because you're, you're envious of Tampa and the fact that, that a horseshit city on the west coast of Florida <laughs> could be that much more dynamically better than uh, South Florida, the so-called Miami-Fort Lauderdale area. Palm Beach, I guess you could throw that in there. Yes. How could Tampa's teams just so so badly outsmart us and demonstrate the kind of ingenuity it takes to win with nothing, with yeah. nothing? Yeah. The Tampa Bay Rays, with nothing. They have no shot, right? We have all the advantages over them, including a, a new stadium with a retractable yeah. roof. Yeah. Money. I mean, everything that you could possibly want. Bigger television market. And uh, boom, nothing. <laughs> Tampa Bay Rays always in contention in spite of what the Yankees do spending-wise. Uh, they have to strip themselves of virtually all of their players. Seems like every year, every year they come up with a good team. We, yes. nothing. Um, I guess, you know, the same. In the NHL, right? Panthers, uh, total farce, uh, end up uh, bowing out. Very disappointing, deflating in to what looked like a re- real great season that they were having in the regular season, best team in the league. And uh, that turned out to be all uh, smoke and mirrors as Tampa Bay, once again, very professionally, as I said, mows their way through uh, into the finals for the third year in a row. And what? With an excellent chance to make it three in a row? Yes. Over Colorado? Well, do you I, discount them? I mean, uh, first two games on the road in Colorado, that, I, I think that will tell the story. I don't dis- I mean, if there's any team, I guess, that could take out the Avalanche where they're playing would be a team that's won the last two titles and should have lost the last two, se- two series. Like, the Rangers were up 2-0 in the series, 2-0 in game three. In a game, yeah. You know, oh. like, it, it felt like the Heat that year versus the Mavs where it was like, okay, the Heat are going to walk through with this title. And then the next four games was like, what the hell happened? So yeah. that's what this, like, I thought the series was over. I was like, good, the Rangers will win, cool. I think they'll get blown out by the Avalanche, but at least the Lightning are done. And then I'm like, 2-1, what? 
2-2. What? Vasilevsky. <laughs> like, he'll, he'll, what? Uh, he'll, he'll be the difference one way or another in this series. Vasilevsky. <laughs> There's my opinion there. That's Mr. Don Cherry. There you Jeff go, Cherry. <laughs> with an opinion on the uh, series. Uh, the Belmont Stakes was a lost cause for me. Uh, Piscataway Ray, you saw he put in a bet. Uh, cost yeah. me about 70 bucks. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we, we tried for a pick four. We didn't hit two of the four legs. We did get that uh, two to five favorite that uh, was a cinch. That, that was part of it. And we did have the winner, uh, Mo Donegal of the Belmont Stakes. But uh, the wise betters, they always talk about the betters in New York being very sharp when it comes to horse racing. They, they immediately uh, shook up the morning line and um, installed Mo Donegal as the favorite in the race and uh, got away from We the People, who a lot of our experts thought was uh, you know going to be a cinch winner. And uh, they got off of that horse. He went off seven to two, and Mo Donegal ended up winning the race. And uh, so three different winners to the Triple Crown, a fairly non-distinguished series of Triple Crown races. Uh, would you uh, say that? You never got the feeling for it, Louie. I mean, Rich I was Strike into the was a Derby, story. but it threw me yeah. off. Like, it, it, it's so funny being around you for all these years. We love underdogs, but it was such a yeah. freaking underdog that no one considered it. Or, uh, well, it didn't even, we didn't know it was racing. When we did our last show that Friday, it wasn't in the field. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, yeah, the only the only uh, way to have that horse was with an all ticket of some sort, uh, like I should have had with all epicenter and the two grand that I whiffed on uh, there. I, I never got back, although I didn't lose money for the triple crown. I think I made thirty dollars overall on triple crown races. Ten bucks a race. Louis, how about that? <sighs> but at least it was uh, in the black. And that was all courtesy of Piscataway Ray uh, getting early voting in the Preakness. At 1340. So, I mean, there were ways to make money yeah. on the other two races. There's nothing like the Derby, though. It, 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 it's oh, no. incomparable. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, there, there's just nothing that, that compares favorably with betting on a Derby in, in any sport, no matter how obscure of a prop bet you're willing to go out there and make, which uh, there's one tonight, Louie. What do you think about this? Over, okay. under, okay. three and a half, mm-hmm. three pointers made by Clay Thompson. Ooh. Over, under, three and a half. Does he chuck up four three-pointers? Oh, he's going to shoot six or seven. I mean, it's what does he might shoot more. It's what does he make? So how many does he make? Does he make? Uh, I, I would go, I'll go under over. three and a half. I'll go. You can do under. I'll do over. I'll, I'll say right. we finally see the Warriors put it together. They go up three, two, and it's not on Clay. Steph Curry's back. It's Clay Thompson having a huge game. In fact, I'd bet him to make three in the game tonight. Three three-pointers. That's it. Just under. And I'll then after that, over. you'll be screaming, brick, every time he shoots it, if you have the under. Brick. <laughs> All right, we're going to run. Yes. Uh, a lot of fun being with you always on uh, Believe uh, Network. Uh, now, we have a new thing going, uh, Luby, and you should give the link to the people, if you can, that are uh, listening to us on Believe and dive into sure. this podcast that we do. Right here. Uh, because we have a new channel, South Florida Live. Yes. And how do people find it? I mean, uh, can you pop it up there it, somehow? It's going to it's well, it is it, here. I'll have the link here so you can just click on it and subscribe. Oh, yeah. We'd love to have you. Um, also, the Facebook page, South Florida Live, and the YouTube channel slash network, South Florida Live. All right. I'll have to see what kind of results we're getting here as we try to get the word out. But, uh, you know, it might be time uh, for the Sean Mack email blast, I think. It works for me. That might do it for I us. I not say yeah. no to that either. Whatever we can do. All right, uh, kids, uh, we'll uh, see you again tomorrow. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in After Hours with Tifo and Luby here on Believe uh, and uh, Always Enjoyable. Uh, we'll get into a little of that golf stuff, I, I guess, a little bit more uh, tomorrow on the show as well because uh, that was interesting. Rory McIlroy with a, with a quick, cheap shot at Greg Norman right after he won the Canadian Open. Nice. Now, Charles Schwartzel, a washed-up European has-been hack, <laughs> picks up almost $5 million for winning against a 48-man field. Uh, he was one of 48 in the field, uh, where uh, Phil, uh, the $200 million baby, uh, shot 10 over for three rounds. 
<laughs> Dustin Johnson wasn't a factor. Patrick Reed hasn't joined the tour yet. DeChambeau's going to tear it up. So uh, all of these guys that took the Saudi blood money, uh, they, they they prospered. While McElroy, in, in a dogfight against Justin Thomas and Tony Finau, pulled out with a remarkable 62 in a final round, the uh, Canadian Championship, to defend the title he won in 2019 after the two-year hiatus of the tournament, comes back and wins it back-to-back. One of four guys now to ever do that. Uh, McElroy, and uh, he couldn't help himself, right? Takes a shot at the shark there. I mean, he stopped just short of holding up a picture of Chris Everett <laughs> in a post-game uh, interview that he did. I love it. With uh, Amanda Renner, I believe is now her name. A very lovely young lady who does a great job on uh, golf interviews. Uh, right up there with anybody. Uh, you know, even eclipsing our man Rinaldi, who somehow lost our number. Tom <laughs> Rinaldi. We made Rinaldi. I don't know about that. No. But... He made himself. Yep. But, um, yeah, we, we uh, you know, we had an, a great relationship great with Tom Rinaldi at one time. But this woman does, uh, you know, and uh, who's the other guy? Uh, Jimmy Roberts. Oh, Jimmy Roberts. He used these, to be with the like, for these in-depth golf interviews. But uh, th- this girl's great, man. Fantastic. And uh, she recently got married. He's a lucky guy. That's all we could say. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was interesting. Right after that, live tour, boom. They're taking shots. But in the meantime, the guys on the live tour are laughing all the way to the bank. So wh- yeah. which is it? Which is, you know, the, the way to go? Sell your soul? To the devil or, uh, you know, go out there and compete on a PGA tour and hope this Monaghan guy can come up with more bread. What do you think? Uh, I, you know how I feel about the whole thing. I think the whole thing's ridiculous. And I, I, if you're on that tour, which is fine, get your money, you're sort of turning your back on your country, which is something that I, I would struggle to do. Yeah, I don't think they're playing a national anthem at uh, those events, oh, even when they no, take place in the no. States here. You're not going to hear it. All right, we're going to get out of here. Uh, great being with you on After Hours. Jeff DeForest from Mike Luby Lubitz saying uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And always keep in mind, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you endeavor to do in life, including maybe getting your equipment back from a company you just dissed, uh, <laughs> you, you got to believe. Hey, folks, Tony Segreto here. Let me ask you a question. What do you look for when you go out to eat? Good food, obviously, friendly atmosphere, not too loud, but good energy, reasonable prices, and a place where you feel comfortable. All those ingredients, no pun meant there, are hard to find unless you're talking about the Texas Roadhouse. You see, they encompass all of those attributes, really, really good food, amazing atmosphere, good for a family, good for a date, or just a night out for yourself, and prices that will make you extremely happy. Their ribs unmatched, steaks hand cut every day. Everything, and I mean everything, is made on site, including their incredible bread. It's the one day, folks, that you can forget about low-carb diets. Trust me when I tell you, Texas Roadhouse, your restaurant, your destination, when you say, where should we go and eat tonight? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.